0: Week 7, Fantasy Football Breakdown. Let's crack some brews. Welcome into the Brew Dogs Football Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, at BrewDogsFF. I'm Jay Graham, and with me as always is johnny p hey 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 hey. what's up fat albert (laughs) what's good
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's hey what's up man what's going on not much man another day hey different day we're on thursday night potting love it off the regular schedule wednesday night um you know
0: watching the game live
1: yeah right now we have a thursday night football game right now the browns look really good and the broncos look really bad
0: yeah, so far so this is the the second quarter here, and God dang, I did not expect a a committee to this extent from the Browns, but they all that O line, that line's really good. MVP. That line is making all
1: three running backs look good. Dearness Johnson looks like a Alvin Kamara 2.0. Like he's a truck, dude. He is moving, gliding. Like it's he looks really good, and it,
0: now they have three legit running backs on that team. I don't know. It's a little scary. It's a little bit scary. I'm loving it. All right, so on this week's show, we're going to cover every single fantasy relevant player. If we don't cover them, it's probably cuz they're not relevant. Uh, we're going to d- discuss some start sit questions. We're in Toxin Brew, Toxin Pod. We got the buzz baller of the week, and we got a we got a bi week disaster on our hands, oh man. Oh my. Yes, we do and I know
1: majority of fantasy football like players they are feeling this week this is a horrible week with injuries and the bye weeks all combined this is a it's like history making
0: i think i don't remember the bye week being this strong uh, it's, it's got a lot of fantasy relevant players we'll get through them uh why don't you guys just take a seat if you're at home or if you're driving pull over to the side of the road turn your engine off put your keys in the back and crack a beer with us okay <laughs> let's go so this week we got what do we have this week that sounded like a crispy crack a cri- <laughs> that's a crisp <laughs> bro you need to put some wet wipes on that crispy crack bro <laughs> what, that, that thing's clear and crisp so we got contact haze by elysian oh we're going back to back with elysian bro it was so good last week the uh, the full contact it had to had to bring it full circle with the with the contact haze, a lesion, and this thing is 6.0. it It's got a beautiful can on here. Look at that
1: can, baby. Beautiful can. You have like a, a f- person's head. Mm-hmm. It's the size of like a huge statue. Yeah. And then a bunch of like shadow people around it, just looking at this man's face. Describe his face.
0: Uh, so his face is uh, void of eyes. Uh, his eyebrows—they're on fleek, man. Uh, he definitely, probably went and got them done at his local mall. Yeah. And they're looking good. He's got—he's got some brain matter going out though, so you know he's—he's uh, he's gonna need some help with that. Or—or or just declared dead, man. There's no—there's no resuscitating this guy. His hair looks good. I mean, he kind of looks like me a little bit if I'm looking at this. Well, you're, yeah, you need to clean up your eyebrows, you. Need to, but. <laughs> Yeah I could see it man, devoid of uh devoid of life in the eyes. Um <laughs> Yeah, I see A lot the similarities. oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, so uh this uh contact haze, hazy IPA, they describe it as uh the day the world stood still, in Elysian lesion brood, hazy IPA. Rules were broken to bring you contact haze. A tangled chemistry of mild haze Low key bitterness. Oh no, sorry. they threw in that low key. I threw, I threw the low key in there. It's low bitterness and an explosion of hop aroma. It's got bursts of bright raspberry. Whatever, dude. It's got some things, man. That's that's.
1: that's cheers, cheers to this, and uh,
0: Salutations to a, a little sip of this. To a long life and a quick death. All right, what do you think? Oh yeah. One, one more. Ooh. 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 Ooh, that's juicy.
1: Dang. I don't even know how to describe this. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's, 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 it's catching me off guard. It's good. It's really good. It's got like some kind of taste, an aftertaste to it that reminds me of like, I don't know, some Asian dish, which is weird. An Asian dish? It does. I don't know what it is. I would not
0: advertise my beer that way, but... <laughs> That's something Asian dishes are like the best <laughs> dishes. What are you talking about one hundred top three? But we're in America. <laughs> oh yeah, and, that's true. You know, it's like a nice side platters, all the fixings. This beer's got all the fixings. Only because I'm half. Nah, it's really good. It's delightful. This is uh, this is probably my favorite one so far that we've had on Brew Dogs. It's a good choice. It's a good choice. All I like right. the beer, I like the can. So without further ado, we got six teams on by man. Yeah, six teams. So, some people are calling this the uh, the Bipocalypse. Some are calling it the California Bi Old Fire. Some would even go as far to say this is a real Bi <laughs> Some are calling it Binami. Binami? <laughs> <laughs> what is a Binami, dude? Do you say a tsunami? <laughs> Johnny Tsunami. All right, let me go with the Bi Clone. How about that? Bro, you just stole my favorite
1: one. Bi Clone?
0: A <laughs> Bi Clone A?
1: What about President Joe Biden?
0: No. Okay. <laughs> it's a sleepy Joe Bi week, dude. Yes, sir. Anyway, so we got the Bills, the Cowboys, Jags, Chargers, Vikings, Steelers, all on by. Dude, we're missing some key players this week. We're
1: missing a lot of key players. I mean,. Looking just like the quarterback position, Josh Allen, Dak, T-Law, uh, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, who's actually been really good this year. We've talked yep. about him every single podcast.
0: And then you could throw in, like, you know, I'll throw in Big Ben. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Running backs, we're looking at Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, Zeke, Pollard. He's been flexworthy. worthy yep. uh, Robinson, who's been on fire. Eckler, fire. Uh, we got Cook. And Najee out, dude. Najee. 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 Yeah, Look, so... Speaking of Robinson, I just want to throw this out real quick. You, you saw that
1: that uh, they put this on Twitter. There was like a, a, two, a bar graph, right? And one was like talent was like super high. And then recognition was like very small, right, in the bar graph. And they were like, who is this player? And the first person that came to my mind was J-Rob. James Robinson yeah. is just underappreciated. Like, he's just a legit... He's Funny, good. Yeah, he's really good. And I don't know why they drafted Travis Etienne, but we're not here to talk about that. No, we're not. All right, what are we looking at for wide receivers? Obviously, you have the Bills. You have the Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, who's been crazy at the age of, what, 34? Like, mm-hmm. just still out here looking. Balling. Balling out here. Um, oh, all hard. the Cowboys. You have Cooper, Lamb, uh, Marvin Jones, Chenault. You can get those in there. Yeah. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Thielen, Jefferson,
0: Deontay. Johnson, and then you have uh, Claypool all missing this week. Dude, I cannot believe how many wide receivers are out this week. Yeah, it's a and, lot. And then with Bring It Home with tight ends, we got Dawson Knox, Schultz, uh, Dan Arnold, Cook with the Chargers, Conklin. Conk. And you got to bring up Firemuth, man. got to pick up
1: Pat Firemuth, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, so there's two uh, Steelers honorable mentions because we know there's some Steelers people who listen to this podcast. Who yeah, we got like they- two or three out there, shout out. Yeah, they love their they love their people. So yeah, anyway, we're we're live recording this, so we're probably not gonna mention the game too much, but if we do, bear with us. Thursday night game, yep. Yep, no spoilers here. So let's bring it home, man. Let's kick off these games. What say you? All right, so the first game we have are the
1: three and three Carolina Panthers going to New York to play the Giants, one and five Giants. Uh the Panthers are three point favorites, forty three over or under. Key injuries right now, just to monitor. We have Terrence Marshall, Barkley, Slayton, and Galladay all questionable. Uh, Kadarius Tony will not be playing this game. Or he's doubtful, at least. Yeah, he's so super I'm, doubtful. You can assume.
0: I don't think he's going to play. He, nope. Yep. Which is a, uh, a shame, because the kid's on fire. But if these dudes are out, man, like, Sterling Shepard is going to be an absolute monster with, with uh, targets. No doubt. I agree. So, yeah, man, both teams are they are coming off losses. Uh, the Panthers lost to Minnesota in overtime, and the Giants got rolled on by the Rams. Of course, right? Yeah, that was expected. Yep. yep. But uh, Giants, dude, they're looking weak, dude. They're looking so weak. They have not scored above 30 points this whole season. Every game, yep, that's it. And they're not going to do it this week against this Panthers defense. No. So, all right, let's get into some running backs here. Okay. So we got we got Chuba, and we got Booker, Devonta Booker. All right, Matt Rule going into Chuba. Matt Rule talked about wanting to reestablish the run, which kind of gets me scared. When scared when coach starts talking about like, this is our game plan. This is our game plan. Like, dude, yeah. Can you believe him? It throws like red flags. Like, okay. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to put an agenda in people's minds? Right. Like, yeah. Like, you're going to start Hubbard either way. But, yeah, if you want to establish the run more, then, then just do it, bro. Don't talk about it. Be about it. So, I'm starting him. I think 15 touches is about his floor, man. So, he's uh, that's including uh, targets and, and carries. So, I like him this week.
1: On the other side of the ball, I mean, Booker, you can flex him at running back, um, obviously. He's going to be their number one. He's going to get the most volume. So uh, you, you can flex him if you want to. I mean, obviously, if it's by week, week, you're, you're going to be reaching deep into the pot, looking for any kind of player to just fill in. So mm-hmm. Booker's not a bad flex choice if you got to play a player, running back. <clears throat> and then going to the receiver side.
0: Excuse me. DJ Moore, man. Look, he's a, he's a buzzed baller, no doubt. Like, there's no denying his talent. The quarterback play, on the other hand, is questionable. So, he's going to have a difficult matchup with the CB this week, going against Bradbury and and all these other dudes. So, we'll I'm just going to temper my expectations. Obviously, I'm going to start him, but don't expect like like a big performance this week. If it happens, great. But just really monitor your expectations there.
1: Yeah, and as you mentioned earlier, Sterling Shepard is going to be the one co-
0: uh, receiver you can play for
1: the Giants. He's going to be the reception monster. Every every other receiver is banged up. So I, I feel okay playing uh, Shepard. I feel actually really good about playing Shepard this week. So
0: And our boy, Robbie Anderson, man. We keep waiting on him, man. Not my every, it's like every week we come on here and we're like, don't give up on him. Don't Not give my up boy. on him. Like, all right, he's my boy, all right? And I'm like, don't give up. Don't give up on Robbie Anderson, man. Look, he's getting the targets. He's getting the looks. He's got, you know, he's on the field a lot of time. He's got 29 targets over his last three games and caught just 10 of those for 89 yards. He did get a touchdown. But God dang, man, I can't. Robbie, if you're listening to this, dude, I can't keep backing you up, bro, if you keep performing like this. It's tough in these streets, man. Bro, you get
1: it together, kid. It's gotta get something together because it's frustrating if you're a Robbie Anderson owner. It's kinda like a little bit of a Tyler Lockett situation, so maybe, but at a lesser value because Lockett's got a higher upside. But
0: yeah. 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 Who would you rather have uh rest of the season? Oh, it's obviously Todd. Yeah, I'm gonna Lockett, take yeah. once Russ gets back. I mean we we'll talk about Lockett later,
1: but yeah. when Russ gets back, yeah. I'd rather have Russ as a quarterback than, than Donald. Who would you rather have Robbie Anderson or Tyler Boyd? Um, to see, Boyd is kind of getting phased out right now. Uh, T Higgins and I mean, Jamar Chase is obviously the number one, so uh, safe the safer floor is going to be Boyd, but I, I guess Robbie Anderson just for the higher upside. If you're looking for someone
0: to like pop off type of thing, but yeah, I'm gonna take Boyd there. I'll feel safer with Boyd, yeah, but all right, moving on. We got the one and four the New York Jets at the two and four New England Patriots. What's the record of the Patriots? God dang, man. 2 and 4. Just want to make sure get that on there.
1: <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> yeah, come on. We've been, we, we've been dealing with this for 20 years of the Patriots' dominance. It just feels good to just say 2 and 4. Yeah. Patriots. I mean, I mean the uh the Chiefs I mean, ain't
0: looking much better. I'm liking that, too. Okay,
1: yeah, I know. I'm just saying just well, 3 and 3. It just feels good, you know, just to see.
0: Just <laughs> uh it's a breath of fresh air. It
1: is. It's like, okay, Everything equals out of. I mean, that's obvious wherever Brady goes, but everything equals. Right,
0: but we got we got Mac Jones back there, and these. Uh, I don't know if he's the truth or not. He's a rookie. Give him time. But these teams have already saw each other. Both these quarterbacks have faced off. This is the second showing, the second coming, some would say, of this game. Uh, there's no injuries worth missing or mentioning here. Um, the Jets lost last time, twenty-five to six. It was, fugly, man. It was. And Corey Davis, he he did nothing last game. He's not gonna do anything this game, and I expect him to do nothing this this game. And that's not to say that he is a good football player. He's great. The dude is a great football player, but he is gonna be held down by the level of his quarterback. And Bill Belichick takes away your best option, and that's obviously Corey Davis.
1: Yeah. So that's gonna ha- like, if you're gonna play receiver, you play Crowder. Crowder is gonna be the one that's gonna get the ball. I mean, they're gonna put pressure on Zach Wilson, so. Quick throws to uh, Crowder. I mean, that's what you're looking for. High, high volume and just hopefully, you know, maybe catch a touchdown.
0: Yeah, and that's, uh, I mean, Carter, you're probably not going to play him in this game. But, I mean, yeah. He's a good running back, man. You might. It's just
1: like this apocalypse we're going through right now, it's tough. So, like, you're going to probably be forced to play Carter, you know. So, you're not going to feel the best, but who knows? He might sneak one in, you know. I
0: don't, I, I don't I think there might be better options that we might be able to talk about. Okay. But, I mean, so on the other side of the ball, how are we looking, bro?
1: Yeah, so uh, Damian Harris, um, this is a bad defense, run defense, so I'd definitely fire up Damian Harris. Harris, not Harrius. 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 So, Jacoby Myers last week, we saw him catch that touchdown. It was a penalty. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we both talked about it during the you know, game. We touched each other. You felt bad for him, and, you know, everyone felt bad for him.
0: Yeah, bro, because he has yet to score a touchdown. He hasn't. It's just like, is this the week he finally gets it? It has to be. I, Dude, if I'm Bill Belichick, you, you know that that's happening. And you got to be, as a coach, you got to go in there and be like, look, man, I feel for you. My priority is to get you in the end zone. This is the week to do it, man. You You're think Bill Belichick's Jets. thinking that? Like, I want to prioritize I you. I think he's
1: losing sleep over it.
0: I, I think, think Hunter Henry sick.
1: is the man who scored in three straight weeks, and they're going to keep rolling with the fire until they stop it. And then
0: he's been up. he's been hot. He had uh, I think four targets, two receptions last week for like twenty something yards in the TD. But yep. he keeps getting in the end zone, keeps scoring. He's getting those those uh, high value targets in that red zone. Yep. And yeah, dude, I think he's a I think he's a safe play here for tight end. Most deaf. Yeah. All right, bro. Let's go on
1: to the next game. We have the three and three. Let me repeat that: the three and three. Love it, Kansas City Chiefs. That's for you. Going to Tennessee to play the Titans. Come on, Titans! Four and two, Tennessee Titans. Like, let's go,
0: Titans! Like they don't
1: feel like they're four and two.
0: No, but they had a huge win last huge week. Huge Derrick Henry win last week. Yes, let's keep it going, man. I I I hope they do. I hope. Look, most- we we know how you beat the Chiefs, man. You keep the ball out of their hands. Yep. No other player is better in the NFL than Derrick Henry. Nobody. To, to keep the ball on the offense, man. He's a
1: he's just just being that big, being that quick, that fast. Like he's just I think um who was it? Was it Chad Johnson or Terrell Owens? One of those old receivers. They said that Derrick Henry was a created Madden player that we all created I as think, kids.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was Chad Johnson. Yeah, Chad Wasn't Johnson. It? Okay. Yeah. I saw oh, that. Like, yeah, he's a like, he's like, go- character we all created as kids. Just super size, super fast, like yeah. unstoppable. And the only dude that I can think of who's similar is the uh, Nigerian Nightmare. He used to play for the Kansas City Chiefs, oh, man. Oh, yeah, back then. Uh, <laughs> Christian. uh oh, ju- oh, What, what oh,
1: the heck Oak oh,
0: something. That? Okafor? Oka-juka? I don't know. Yeah, Oka Yeah, (laughs) something (laughs) oh god dang me and uh me and my boy thomas we were talking about him last week shout out to shout out to thomas uh thomas love you bro thanks for all your support and and tuning in every week man but yeah he he reminds me of him man he would just just bully dude just run him over yeah big quick fast beautiful man all right so we have some we have some injuries that we got to keep a lookout on here man yeah we do because I got a couple of these guys in my my, uh,
1: my re- team of record, li- legal record Ooh. team. Yeah. Tyreek Hill, questionable. He might not play. Um, then you have Julio, who I think he will play. They're, modern, they're
0: saying that he – I think he showed up practice today. Well, it pisses me off because he had that hamstring injury. Yeah. And obviously he didn't fully recover it because he went out and re-injured it, man. Let the boys rest. Hamstrings are tough.
1: They are. You, you never know when
0: it's re- fully ready, I think. And they always go too early. So, hey, like, just oh, wait an extra week yeah. if you feel like you're ready. Just wait another week. And that's what they did with CMC, right? Yeah. They were like, hey, let's not, let's not re-aggravate this, this hammy. Yeah. Put and, him on IR.
1: And then uh, the Titans' first-round cornerback, Caleb Farley, uh, towards ACL last week on Monday night. On Monday, yeah. Yeah. And, and then cornerback
0: uh, Chris Jackson, too, man. Yeah. So, I
1: mean, Chiefs light him up. I mean, it's going to be a high-scoring game. Fifty-seven point five over under. It's gonna be tough. So a lot of DF, a lot of DFS uh, teams are gonna stack Mahomes with whoever. So. Oh yeah, this it's, is this
0: is definitely the chalk. Uh, yeah. The chalk uh, game to play right here. Uh, but you know, on the uh, Chief side of hills, there you're gonna start him if he's not there. McCole Hardman. You gotta go. Yeah, I'm going with He's a he's a must start in the situation with the banged up corners, man. You gotta slam him out there. Yeah. Um. But other than that, start your studs, Daryl Williams. He's like a RB two this. He's like a RB two this week, man.
1: Yeah, but last week he was really good. I think he was like the sixth best running back last week. Um, but yeah, he played fifty nine snaps last week. That's ten more than Clyde edwards Tolera has played. So all season, all season. So it's like he looks good with the ball. He he's just like when you get to the red zone, Clyde is the guy, type of guy that just doesn't just score. You know. Yeah. Daryl's the type of guy you want to give the ball to, and then now with Daryl just being number one, he he doesn't have to get off the field.
0: Yeah, you gotta love it. And uh, Kelsey, he's banged up, man, with the shoulder and a knee and all that. But I mean, you got him. You're you're firing that guy up. Obvious. I don't even gotta tell you guys that. No. But I I do think he's at a higher risk for re-injury, and that is scaring the crap out of me, man. Because I do not want to see yeah. that guy get injured.
1: Titan said, you know, obviously, no, you're gonna start. Derek Henry, King Henry, um, Ryan Tannehill is an interesting start this week. You know, you know we Taylor Haneke, we we kind of like where we're going in on him because they are playing yeah. the Chiefs and he didn't really do what he was projected to do against that Kansas City defense. Tannehill, he hasn't thrown t- three touchdowns in a game this year. Do you think this is the game he comes out and finally gets three touchdowns? And
0: I think if there was a game where he had to, this was it. This is it, for huh? sure. Um, I mean, if Julio's out there, that'd be that'd be better. It'd be better. Yeah. But I do think this is AJ Brown, wide receiver, one season. Yeah, and he's going to be getting the targets. Yeah, definitely. Last week he force fed AJ Brown like he was the the
1: primary target last week. If it wasn't handing the ball off to Derrick Henry.
0: Yeah, and and this is one of those offenses that that can survive on these two key players. Like with with Julio healthy, man, this this offense would just be. It looks good on Madden. It looks good on if paper. Play him, yeah,
1: it looks good on paper. to playing Madden looks good. Mm. So, yeah, you could, you could play uh, Tannehill if you have to. Um, and then
0: both receivers.
1: Uh, Julio, you play him if he's playing? No. Tempered? Okay, you're not going to yeah. do it. I, right. I'm just not. I'm, That's
0: fair enough. Yeah. If he's out there, he's probably going to Oh God, man. You might have to play him with the buys yep. that are out there. You might have to. But if you if you have other options, man, I would I would take those. If you have a better option, obviously play the better option. <laughs> exactly. <And> that's the <laughs> that's advice you logic. get on this Brewdogs <laughs> <laughs> football podcast. That's solid logic. <laughs> right, what do we have next? <laughs> All right, so we got the two and four footballers going up against the five and one Green Bay Packers. So there's the the Packers are a nine and a half point favorite with a forty nine over under. So Curtis Samuel still hurt. Uh, Dimey Brown is questionable. Ricky Seals-Jones, questionable. Antonio Gibson, questionable. Terry McLaurin, questionable. Sims, questionable. Good Lord. My God. Yeah, the football team, they're hurting right now. And on the other side of the ball, Jared Alexander's on IR. You need Terry in this game. See if Terry you monitor him,
1: see if he if he if he if he plays. The the one I'm worried about is Antonio Gibson. I mean, he got an M R I. They didn't come back with any kind of results yet. You mean Antonio Gibson? Gibson. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's something they haven't come out with like any like if it, if it was something serious, I would think they would start signing some players to fill that role in the running back or at least tell them they're gonna put him on the IR, but there's just been no determination yet. So it's like weird. It's Thursday. Yeah. We don't know what's going on. Just monitor that. You need Gibson though. I mean
0: Yeah, and with without him, I mean if he's out, Jarrett, uh Jarrett Patterson, he's gonna be a good flex option for you spot start. He's probably not getting picked up in a bunch of uh in a bunch of leagues right now. And I think he'll get the bolt carry of the low uh, of the workload there. But then JD and McKissick, man, like he's gotta have a bigger role, especially being underdogs by nine and a half points. So I expect McKissick to get a lot of looks, man, in this negative game script. He's played 46% of Washington's offensive snaps this year. He's had a season-high 61 snap share last week. And he's averaging 5.4 targets a game since week two. So he's got a really good floor, man. Yeah, last week was a negative game game script going against Kansas City,
1: so this week's going to be the same situation. The Packers are going to go up early, and I think you're going to see a lot of McKissick. Um, Yeah, if Terry plays, great matchup with uh, Jair being out If if Terry's out though If Terry's out I mean I don't like If Curtis <laughs> I what? don't know If Curtis Samuel I don't know Would Curtis, you look at Brown? I guess you, I mean that's your only option Right? Like Samuel Like he just Doesn't seem like the guy That'll I don't know Yeah I would go Diamond I mean if you had to play Curtis Samuel or Diamond Brown I just wouldn't feel comfortable With it
0: either Okay. I mean they're gonna be playing from behind. Yeah. I, I I might take a flyer if if Terry's out, I might take a flyer on Brown. But yeah, so you might be able to roll the dice on Lazard if you're desperate, but I I genuinely think there's there's better options out there, man. Um I think they're gonna be real run heavy this week, which kind of makes AJ Dillon kind of appealing in a in a flex spot.
1: Yeah, he has played at least thirty-three percent of the Packers offensive snaps each of the last three weeks. Averaging 11.3 carries over that span. I mean, this Washington defense isn't the same Washington defense as last year. They no. definitely got a little bit of, uh, you know, a bunch of holes in that defense, especially with the run defense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I feel okay if you had to flex A.J. Dillon, you know?
0: Yeah. And, a matter of fact, I'm going to in there one you of my leagues.
1: All right, bro, Chacho. All right, let's go to the 2-3 and three, uh, Atlanta Falcons going to Miami to play the 1-5 Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are one-point favorites.
0: What the hell is happening here, that like, bro? What
1: is that? What For, is going on? Like, Where am just, I? Just going to London and losing to the Jags and then coming back and just being the point favorite over the Falcons? That's How is this possible? I don't know. I really don't know.
0: But Vegas was just like, they said, screw it. They're like, bro. We got other things we gotta worry about other than this. Maybe they line thought right like here.
1: Deshaun Watson would be here by now. Ooh. Maybe they thought Deshaun Watson would be the starting quarterback for the Dolphins this week and then boom. That's,
0: that's franchise rough, saved. How you gonna do Tua like that, dude? I know. It's tough. I mean these Tua hasn't really done anything crazy, but Yeah, dude. Get him a better old line, get him some better offensive weapons, man. Like give the kid a chance, man. It's rough in these streets for him. I know. I don't like it, man. No respect, dude. We got a bunch of people banged up in this game too. We got a lot. Man. So
1: two was questionable. Park. I mean, Devontae Parker's questionable. Mind that. Same with Preston Williams. All the receivers are down. Um, it's gonna be tough right there. Malcolm Brown's questionable. Cornerback Byron Jones and Xavier Howard all questionable.
0: Dude, this sounds like a Calvin Ridley week. Oh, I love it. Calvin Ridley. Fifteen targets. What do you think? Plus or minus. Ooh, I'll
1: take the. Uh, fifteen. That's a lot. Ooh. That's a lot.
0: I think we'll get fourteen. I think fifteen. I think is we'll a, get fourteen point five. I think fifteen is a is a. I think that's a good number, for him. That's. That, I that could see be. it, man. If if both these corners are out, why the hell wouldn't you throw him the ball that many times?
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to fire the ball up to him. You have Cordero Patterson, who's looked phenomenal. Incredible, Cordero? Cordell. Cordell. So uh yeah, I I feel fine starting Cordero. Same as you? Yes, dude.
0: I'm definitely starting up Patterson. I'm also starting up Davis, man. You're gonna start up Davis, huh? One hundred percent, man. Yeah. Dude, he's this isn't this isn't a great run D that they're facing um in Miami. So why not why not run the ball? Mike Davis is is a good running back. Yeah. He's good. He's they've limited his touches, they've been in negative game scripts. This one is obviously the game flow is gonna be steady here. They're expecting him to be close. Yeah, why wouldn't you start Mike Davis here? He's just not good as Patterson. You know what I mean? Uh, dude, he's he's a better running back. <laughs> he than is Patterson. a better running.
1: back. He's a legit more running back. Uh,
0: Waddle, you playing him? Jalen Waddle. Yeah, dude. I, I think I'll take a flex on Waddle, man. It looks like they're really trying to work him into the offense, trying to scheme to get him in open spaces and allow him to make a play. Like he's their he's their big rookie this year. Yeah, man, I am I love Waddle, man. He's a good guy. He's a nice-looking duck. He's a good-looking duck,
1: good-looking dolphin. And then uh, Mike Kosicki, low-end tight end one. I mean, you know yeah. the tight
0: end situation, so. He should be a wide receiver, but that's neither here nor there. He should be. Anyone else you got in that game? No, I think, I think I mean. All Falcons, obviously. Uh, I mean, Kyle. What's that, Kyle Pitts? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Obviously, obviously Kyle Pitts. Like that's that. not even, we don't have to talk about that. Nope. He had a great game last yeah, uh, he did. before the bye. little breakout. Yep. All right, brother man. We got the four and two Cincinnati Bengals at the five and one, and the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are a six point favorite with the forty seven over under. This is gonna be a good old AFC North divisional matchup. I love it, dude.
1: I love it too, but I don't know if the Bengals have a chance. Really? I think the Ravens, man. They're, they're I think they're the best five and one team out there. Really, I don't know what other five and one teams. I'm trying to think right now.
0: Uh, Green Bay is five and Green one. Green Bay.
1: I think the Ravens uh, got the, that. The, are you
0: talking about? Are you talking about in the NFL, right? NFL, yeah, not the Cardinals. Uh, Rams Those are. Six, are no. Rams are five and one. I think. I think I like.
1: I think Lamar Jackson is low key, Let's like see. in the MVP conversation. Just I don't know if it's low key. It's probably high key, but.
0: Yeah, it could be high key. Could be low key. The way he has yeah. that off. The Bucks out. are five and one. Come on, kid.
1: Bucks are interesting. Bucks are interesting, but I still like. I mean, I think the Ravens are just—they're like the most like underrated five on one. How about that? Because you expect, you know, you you'd pick the Bucks, you would pick the the Packers, but the Ravens—they just get no love. Look, they're throwing that ball, dude. They got. They got Jackson out there throwing that rock now. They had all these injuries before and during the preseason and all that, and everyone just counted them out. Like, you know, like losing Marcus Peters and all that, and then all of a sudden they're five and like they're, they just you know, beat the Chargers last week. Every single running back, this every like J.K. Dye, everyone's gone, and then they're still five and, like they're playing really good football right now. They held the Chargers last week to six points. That's wild. That. The Chargers, Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, yes. Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen—all the five. That, that's crazy. That is insane. That's a good. I mean, that, that's Jared Cook. Yeah, Jared Cook too. <laughs> <laughs> Throw him in there. So yeah, the Bengals look good. I mean, the, yeah, Ravens look good and the Bengals look good too. So, the Bengals defense—they're uh,
0: they're rolling right now. This would be a really good test right here. Ooh, pausing the break. Pausing the break. Odell is down. Oh no, is he down? God dang! Yeah, they just try to hit him on the sideline. And Did he just catch the ball? Let's see. Nah, he didn't catch it. If it hit your hands, you gotta catch it. Come on now, bro. Nobody even touched this man. Yeah, he got hurt. <laughs> that's some extra hard ground right there. Yeah. Oh, it's elbow. Oh, that's that, elbow or shoulder. No, that's that labrum. That's that labrum he was
1: talking about. Oh. Yep. That'll do it. Dang I mean, man. that's the quick analysis you get on this podcast, at the Brew Dogs Football Podcast. I already, I already diagnosed him, so he's good. He's getting. <laughs> yeah. He'll be out. He'll be out. He'll be day to day.
0: He'll be day-to-day. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> That's our analysis on that one.
0: Oh, my gosh. That poor guy. I hate to see it, man.
1: So, Lamar Jackson this year, I mean, average depth of target is 9.9 yards, which, you know, that sounds whatever, mediocre but whatever. But it's insane. But it's insane because it's the highest of his career. Mm-hmm. He's got these banged-up running backs. Like, he's not just
0: a running back playing quarterback. He could throw the ball a little bit. He is, man. And with Rashad Bateman coming in, Ooh. who I had mentioned, what, Two, three weeks I think ago. It was three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, I was telling y'all, "Hey, Rashad Bateman is gonna come back." Now he was, uh, he was limited in snaps, which is fine. He had six targets, only caught four of them, for what like twenty-three yards or whatever. But he was Jackson's first freaking look on the majority of plays. If you guys go back and watch that game, you'll see him look for Bateman every single time. Not every time. God dang, I'm over exaggerating. Yeah. I he mean, was, was looking a... for that. He
1: was looking for him, man. Looking for Bateman out there.
0: Yep, looking for that Bateman. So,
1: so you, so you would be okay playing Bateman this week, dude. You have yeah. Marquise Hollywood Brown. What are we doing?
0: Yeah, I mean, you're you're gonna you're gonna start Brown for the high upside yep. in those those red zone looks. Like you're gonna start him. If you're gonna start Andrews. You know that, dude. He's he's top five uh, tight end. Um, but yeah, dude, I think I would give it another week, man, for Bateman. Okay. I would definitely give it another week, just to see, just to find out if it's true or not. You might be forced to play in this week though, with the buy apocalypse or the California buy old fires. Yeah, you you might be forced to, and all you can do is is pray. So, yep. on the other side of the ball, man, how we looking? So we got we got Joseph Burrow. Joseph Burrow. I like him this week, man. Yeah, I mean, not, not a lot, but uh, yeah, I
1: I think he'd be a low like low QB one. I mean,
0: what he's doing with Cook is or with uh, Jamar Chase. Yeah, Jamar Chase, obviously, I
1: mean, just playing out of his mind right now. Phenomenal. Rookie of the year, dude. Rookie of the year for sure. Might be the best draft pick of the year. Like he's in that argument. Mike Williams, dude. Mike Williams, too. But or even Debo Samuel, too. Uh, Debo was nice. Debo was a nice late pick, too.
0: uh, He wasn't that late because he was going before
1: Ayuk. Oh, yeah. No, Ayuk was a pick before Debo. For Everyone real? was hyping up Ayuk preseason, and then Debo just kind of just fell. Oh man, we should get uh, probably like
0: some stat guy to like confirm this information. I passed. I passed on both those guys just because I was like not trusting Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, in that passing situation, Fair I was enough. like, dude, I don't, I don't think I want anything to do with that. And then I, I figured Trey Lance would come in by week six. Yeah, we all. Thought that. And and I was like, okay, he's gonna be off to a slow start. Let me just go ahead and fade these wide receivers. But Debo Samuel is. A beast. He is a beast. This, this but we're not talking about them, dude. We already talked about a little bit about Boyd. Um, T. Higgins, how about him? How you feeling? I mean, he's he's the number two on the team. Okay. So you feel good playing him? Yeah. Yeah. You you got to man, Uh, and just hope for that. Just hope for that floor that he gets at least eight targets, six receptions, maybe sixty yards and a touchdown, like. The touchdown is upside, but you're you're probably looking around at eight points for Higgins as your floor. Um, what about this? What about this Ravens backfield, bro? Uh, I, I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna avoid it honestly. There's too much chaos going on. Levy on Bell scoring last week just made me mad as a Steelers fan. So I mean Tyson Williams. I mean hope my heat might be the lead back, but it's like, yeah, like if 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 Latavius Murray doesn't play, then yes, you can feel okay playing Tyson Williams, right? Yeah, but when they get down to the red zone, it's like, is Le'Veon Bell going to be in there? Is he going to steal a touchdown? Is he going to pull James Conner? Like, it's just like, it's too risky for me. So yeah. I don't feel comfortable playing any of these running backs in, in Baltimore. But if you had to choose one, I mean, Tyson Williams would be the one. I got
0: I got beer brain right now. But who was uh was it Devonte Freeman also in the background? Yeah, Freeman Backfield. scored too last week. Yeah, he yep. he actually he looked like the best running back to me last week.
1: Yeah, on he, that team, he did. So I mean, Lavon didn't even get touched. We're going to the end zone, but yeah, yeah. Freeman looked really good.
0: Alright, let's take a little brew dog break real quick. Ooh. Let's go. Yeah, I'm sipping on this, uh you brought in some flying dog Thunderpeel IPA. Yeah, I come back to my favorite, you know, brewer, flying dog, Thunder
1: Peel Hazy IPA. Uh this is a little six point two tour bro,
0: we be getting lit up on this on this bit it's like it's like the things we do for this pod you know just yeah we talk we pod we talk to <laughs> some pod, talk pod kid
1: <laughs> yeah this cam's pretty basic looking i mean it's just orange can a little bit of a a bat dog
0: it's um, abstract bro
1: it is abstract yeah
0: it looks like one of those ink blots where they're like hey you might be crazy look at this piece of ink real quick yeah and tell me what you see so i can diagnose you what do you see i see i thought i saw a flying dog Okay. Uh but clearly I'm tripping. I think I see a little a little piggy down there. Dude, I am definitely crazy, man. Send me to site. Yeah, you might have to get a referral for that. Yep. I mean this is craziness. Right. Well, screw it man, let's get into this next game, which is brought to you by Whoopass. Enjoy your Sunday with a fresh can of Whoopass. Exclusively available in Detroit. Shout out to whoop ass! Thank you all for sponsoring this segment. Captain Insano, joy no mercy. Hey, Captain
1: Insano, Stone Cold Steve Austin.
0: <laughs> my dad, my grandma. <laughs> just kidding. bro. I done got my ass whooped so much as a kid, man. Who are you telling, dude? Shout out to my dad who used to custom build his own little spanking paddles in the shop, dude. Using using only the finest of exotic woods. <laughs> Talking mahogany. Bro, mahogany, man, bro. bro Getting your butt with, with mahogany, dude. That'll that'll humble bro, you. Some of that rosewood. You know you messed up with that <laughs> rosewood on your on your cheeks. He had, like, <laughs> levels of paddles, bro. If you got hit with the pine, you know, it wasn't that bad. It was just like, you know, shame on you. You yeah. know better. Here's the pine. Are you really funked up, dude? Bro, he's bringing out that American walnut, dude. God dang. Dang. Okay. Well, I didn't go that crazy. I mean, I knew what... <laughs>
1: Spanking meant in Japanese. Shitty and My dad's not even Japanese. <laughs> Ooh,
0: <chitty bom-bom. laughs> shitty Shitty just saw,
1: When he said that, I was running. Boy, I used to
0: straighten up. I mean, those are yeah, the good old days. Straight heading for the hills. No, daddy, no. <laughs> All right, so like I had mentioned, go ahead. Go to any store in Detroit. Get your can of whoop ass because that's what's about to happen this week with the 0-6 Lions at the LA Rams who are 5 and 1 with a freaking 15 point favoritism, dude. They are the Rams are teachers freaking pet this week, dude. Yeah, this is going to be a bloodbath. This is going to be a I mean, this is technically it's a backyard beatdown, boy. Kimbo slice yeah, style. This is technically a revenge <laughs> game, right? You are right. <laughs> this this is, is a revenge game right here, man. So we had a nice little a little backyard, you know, Canadian swap right here. Swapping quarterback for quarterback. Straight up. And now they get to face each other. And I think,
1: yeah, they got the better of the deal of the two because uh. Matthew Stafford has looked phenomenal this year. In, in talks of MVP, like mm-hmm. just moving this 5-1 and one Rams team, you're obviously going to fire him up.
0: Yeah, what's what's the over under on uh you know Goff getting the old hey, what's up? You know. I hope things are going great for you. Uh from coach over there at Rams, dude, the whiz kid, Sean McVay.
1: Oh, he'll definitely say that and then I think Stafford's going to be like, "Hey, bro, I'm this is what I've been dealing with for the past 12
0: years." <laughs> yeah. I think I think Goff is going to go up to him and just be like, "Man, screw you." <laughs>
1: How you gonna blood? do this to
0: me, Coach? This is this is it, man. This is this is what WWE like. This is a bloodbath
1: in the making. This is you can't script this. This is perfect, and yeah, yeah this is gonna be bad.
0: So I mean, but good for Stafford, man. I'm happy for him.
1: Yeah, whole hat back Stafford. You know, I like I love the kid. I mean, ever since he came out of Georgia, like I always thought that he needed to be somewhere else but Detroit. You know what? You've always said that about him. I, <laughs> him you and Heinz Ward. You know, my two Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, so um, not really big injuries here. Um, Swift going against a good defense in a negative game script. Yep, he has the second most targets of all RBs at forty-two. I think we're going to see that number spike this week, man.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a tough matchup defensively with the run game, but the passing game. I mean, if if like last week, golf wasn't i wish he would have dumped it off a little bit more
0: but which is a terrible thing to wish for a quarterback i I guess because i was personally invested (laughs) in some you know dfs Uh, lineups big ben (laughs) i just you know why quit taking those shots
1: man save your arm dump it off yeah i guess that's true but i i mean this this week he's gonna be forced to dump it off short i mean they're gonna be from behind there's gonna be a lot of pressure on him he's not gonna have the options down deep so other than hawkinson so, I down mean, deep,
0: Hawk down deep. I mean, is he hitting that seam,
1: kid. I mean, deep for Detroit's like five yards. So deep. <laughs> five to <laughs> five to seven. Five to seven is deep for Detroit. So
0: five to seven is deep for me, dude. I, I do. Can you imagine being an NFL? Like I feel like me and Goff are on the same page. Like oh my god, like I don't want to be here right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for real. Like this is I'm I'm afraid for my life, dude. It's a tough time. So yeah, I mean you, Swift, you can
1: fire him up. Hawkinson, you like him, right? 28% target share uh, last yeah. week. 11 targets, 8 for 74. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much the only option you have on Detroit.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's the only one I feel like going for. I can't even start up Williams, who so you'd think, like, oh, negative game script, Williams would will be out there. But Swift took over that role on the targets, man. So you have to fade Jamal Williams. Like, even even in the desperate, uh, you know, buy clone this week, you got to fade him. So, I'm not really liking not really liking, liking much outside of uh, Hawk and Swift on that side of the ball.
1: All right. So, on the L.A. side, you're obviously you're going to start. We already told you Stafford. Daryl Henderson. Oh, yeah. You got to start him, dude. Daryl Henderson is pff, magnificent. He might be my favorite player in fantasy this year, honestly. Bro, he wasn't even supposed to be the starter. He was in the Cam Akers, Florida State. Shout out. He wasn't even supposed to be a starter. Nope. And he filled that role. Like, you thought, like, okay, he filled the role. He wasn't going to be as productive as Cam. And you know what? He might not be, but he is just been phenomenal all year. And the role is a hole, and he filled that yes. hole. Yes, and Sean McVay loves when one guy fills that hole, and it's Daryl Henderson. Yeah, love it. Love him. So you fire up Henderson, and then obviously the GOAT, Cooper Cup, just unstoppable, just God, absolutely man. fantasy MVP this year.
0: Yeah, Cooper Cup is incredible, man. I I genuinely love that man with all my heart. Uh, you have to start him. I love I love that he's finally getting the respect that, that I think he deserves, man. Yeah,
1: like was it two years ago? Or last year, he had a little bit of a breakout time here before he got hurt. Like mm-hmm. he had, you know, he had this glimpse of just like greatness, and then and that's with Jared Goff. So now with Stafford, yeah. it's
0: just crazy how their connection is just on like it's un, it's unbeatable. Yeah, Goff Goff really brought him down, man. Held him back, and, you know, it's sad to say I, I liked Goff for a while um, until I didn't, you know. It's kind of the weekly struggle I go with, with Derek Carr, but that's neither here nor there.
1: Um, Yeah, but so Bobby Trees, real quick, I want to mention him. Um, two weeks ago, he had his breakout game, scored a touchdown, you know, big game, primetime TV, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Last week, he wasn't really involved. They didn't really need him last week, right? They dominated Gave him the though the can of whoop-ass last week. <laughs> yeah. So, this week, I mean, they're expected to give another can of whoop-ass. So, I don't think Woods is going to be in the game script. I mean... I see what you're saying. I don't feel comfortable playing. I mean, if you had to play him, you could. Just for, you know, just that. But, like, he's disappointing you so many times this year.
0: And this is a positive game script for the Rams. Do you think that you can play Woods comfortably? Like, I see comfortably? exactly what you're saying, and I like that. Um, I don't expect... Stafford to throw the ball a bunch here, man. I would be surprised if he threw the ball thirty times, to be honest. Um, and if that is the case and they're up big by half, Sonny Michelle might get some play. He might. Might get a little bit of play. Yep. Yeah. So I mean I expect Daryl Henderson to really, really shine here, Cooper Cup to really help them establish that lead. Um, to include Tyler Higby. Maybe, maybe Woods is involved too. To really establish that lead, but if they got a big lead going in the half, man, you might see, you might see just dominant run game coming.
1: Yep, and I agree with that completely. So I, I just be cautious of Woods if you're gonna if you have them, you wanna, you feel like you wanna play them because of the name, but it's just just be wary,
0: temper them expectations. Temper them.
1: So moving on to the next game, we have the two and four Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh, they look really bad last week. Going mm-hmm. to. You're the Las Vegas Raiders. Yo,
0: let's bring it back with a... that. Raiders. There you go. Three point favorites,
1: forty-eight and a half over under.
0: Yo, How they you got feeling? that. They got that home favorite plus uh, minus three, dude. That's it, or oh, plus so, three. So it's an even matchup. Just got the home minus field. three, plus three, minus three. Yeah, yeah. They 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 got that uh, that home favorite little uh, spread going. I like it, man. I really like to see a team come together after losing a a, a key player or a key coach. Coach, you know. Yeah. Either way, like if you lose a key player, you lose a key right. coach. I really like to see them just rally around and say, "Look, this is a business. We're professionals. We know who we know the game plan. We got to go out and win games. Let's do what we got to do to win games." So I think the Raiders did that week. And they they obviously did that, and. uh now we got the Eagles coming here and they travel well, man. So this this stadium might be packed with a crap ton of Eagles fans. So I agree. Vegas is just one of
1: those touristy places that like anybody can be any kind of fan will be there. So I don't know if
0: you ever have like a home feel, like heavy advantage. How do you feel? So, so I thought that at first until all these home games start happening. And it turns out Oakland, LA, just California places in general yeah. are a lot closer to Vegas than a lot of these teams are coming to visit. Okay. And it has been a dominant force okay. for for Raiders fans. The only few teams that I'm really worried about that would travel to that stadium and kind of dominate... You know who. <laughs> The Eagles... And the number one, the freaking Steelers. Dude. Exactly. We travel very, and the I mean, Cowboys, I think, travel pretty decent. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely. But yeah, it's, it's a little bit less stabbing going on in Las Vegas, which is, you know, good <laughs> <Yeah>. for <laughs> their publicity team. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can never trust a California fan. You know how they are, fair weather. But uh, moving on. Dallas Goddard was on the COVID list. Zach Ertz just got traded uh, last week or on Thursday or Friday, right, last mm-hmm. week, Yeah. to the Cardinals. So Dallas Goddard is going to be the number one tight end, number one option, I think, for him.
0: If he's cleared. So I think the the soonest he can clear is Saturday.
1: Okay. And I know he came off today off the list. So
0: he came off the COVID list? Yes,
1: today at like 12 or 1 o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Who the hell am I thinking of? That's why I changed it from out to in. So if Goddard's to go, obviously you're going to play him. Yeah, fire him up because Jalen Hurts is just not a good quarterback in real life. We've oh, said shit. this every single freaking week, but fantasy wise, he just he it's just dead. he just performs like 115 passing yards last week, one touchdown. Like that's horrible for a quarterback, but he had two rushing touchdowns last week. He has 300 yards rushing. That's second behind Lamar, and the five rushing touchdowns, which is second behind Derrick Henry. That's Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy stat. That's something like. People think that he's trash. He is trash. But fantasy wise, he is a legit, like a top seven
0: quarterback. You have to play him every single week. Just about, yeah. Just about. I mean, it's tough. Yeah. So you're so you're hesitant on, on Smith, on Devonte Smith. Um. Yeah. I would mean, you trade him? How about that, Devonta Smith? You have him. I know you have him in a couple of your teams. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's got? Would you keep, drop, or trade? Look, he's he's on my teams for a reason. Right, what's that? It's because he's an incredible wide receiver, who again is playing to his quarterback's play, basically. Right. So he's limited by his quarterback's play. as, as soon as Hertz figures it out, Smith is going to be a dominant wide receiver in this league, or I mean, he already should be. He should be yeah. if he had a better uh, quarterback, Deshaun Watson or
1: something.
0: Ooh, yeah. Hey, keep our eyes open. Exactly. <laughs> Expect the unexpected.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, you're going to be, I, like I said, 115 yards passing last week from Hertz. I mean, I don't know if I'm playing Smith this week. Um, I'll play Goddard, and then that's about it. Like, What are you about the running backs?
0: Miles Sanders, anybody? Yeah, I'm starting Miles Sanders this week. Okay. Um, so Sanders, so Raiders are allowing over 100 rushing yards per contest. Um, so there's a possibility yep. that Sanders has some room to run here uh he's definitely seen an uptick in usage which was not expected so we were thinking that he was going to get uh cut by Gainwell in negative game scripts but i think they came to their senses and they were like look dude like we got to give sanders a chance give him the ball so in those negative game scripts sanders has been in the last couple games showing like some progression there so, yeah, I, I feel comfortable starting Sanders in this uh, by-apocalypse week. Uh, another player that I like here is is Ruggs, man. He's got an average depth of target of 18.6 big this time. year. That's huge, man. Mm-hmm. So, he's he keeps making big plays. Derek Carr keeps finding him, looking for him deep down the field. And I love that, man. So, He's starting to move his way up in the fantasy depth chart. Uh, he's looked good. In, and if he could f- keep finding the end zone, he's going to be a relevant starter every week. And even with all the uncertainty you in know, uh, Vegas. Yeah, so with Ruggs, I mean,
1: this is Ruggs versus Deon, uh, Devonta Smith. little two Alabama wide receivers that play together. Oh, yeah. This is... I want to see them both just shine, you know, just because, just, like, Alabama receivers, I just love them all. Like, Calvin Ridley, Julio, and then you have these two guys, so. Yeah, Cooper. I hope, and I think Rugs, like, so the Eagles side of the ball on defense, um, they have Darius Slay, who has been shutting down every single receiver that he's faced the entire year. I know the Eagles, that's, that stat could be, like, you know, a little bit skewed because they do play a lot of zone defense, which mm-hmm. I get that. But whatever side that he plays on, like, if, if they keep, you know, let's, let's say they keep, rugs away from him mm-hmm. then rugs is a great option so i mean i don't know how you can predict that but i think hunter renfro is going to be probably a safe like floor for this team especially if if slays on uh rugs then i think hunter renfro is going to be
0: or edwards he could be on rugs or yeah edwards i'm then. waiting for edwards to just like
1: edwards is <laughs> two years for this kid to like he's got so much talent
0: it's just like what what are we doing yeah well he, he was hurt all last year yeah. he's got some catching up to do
1: um and then Waller, obviously, he's been di- digressing, but he's still uh, just—he's Darren Waller. You're, you're dead, gonna play man. him, yeah. There's no question about that. Yeah. So it's enough on this game, I think.
0: Yeah, because any game he can get 19 targets. So. <laughs> one game, <laughs> first game of the year. <laughs> any game. Um. So next up, we got the one and five Houston Texans at the undefeated Cardinals, who are how many points Is the favoritism here?
1: 17 and a
0: half. God dang. Bro, that's insane, man. It is insane, and I I, I don't
1: know if like if, if Tyrod Taylor comes back this week, he's still like up in the air, right? So it's like if mm-hmm. he comes back, I'm sure that spread will drop down to sixteen and a half. Oh, <laughs> but it's like
0: it's it's tough right now. Yeah, so Chase Edmonds is uh, questionable in this game, and that's that's a very important thing to consider seeing as they are such a heavy favorite in this game chase edmonds is banged up and they go on by next week i expect a lot of james connor this week man yeah i mean connor yeah if evans is out connor is definitely to play um he
1: definitely is the red zone the five and in type of running back Mm -hmm. he's gonna steal all the scores so i feel comfortable playing i mean kyler he's he's projected to throw over 4,500 yards like he's not rushing, Like, he's not going to get 1,000 yards rushing projected right now. His rushing has been down this year. Yeah, it has
0: been a lot down, man. But
1: his passing yards has been crazy. So, uh, Kyler, you're obviously going to start. He'll be a top three quarterback this week. Connor and then D-Hop, I feel comfortable with those three. Um, and then if Edmonds plays, flex him.
0: I, I honestly, so, I also think I feel very comfortable with any other Cardinals wide receiver. Other, so to talk- include D-Hop.
1: So you're talking like Rondell Moore and AJ Green.
0: Yes, and Christian Kirk.
1: And th- Christian Kirk. Yeah, I think Christian Kirk's the best out of the three choices right there.
0: I think I think you can in this in this crazy bye week. I think you can start any of them them up just looking for that that bombshell that to just go off, man. I think you could hit because I Arizona is heavy favorites, and I don't think they're going to slow down, man. Yeah, I don't. Um,
1: not in this matchup
0: yeah so i don't i don't know if james connor is is good enough to be you know a three down back to get a first down on that third carry every single time so i think they're gonna end up kyler's gonna have to end up throwing the ball and he's gonna hit those receivers
1: yeah and christian kirk has been incredibly consistent this year for fantasy he's averaged 4.3 receptions per game 60 yards per game like he just shows out every single week. So, he's he's got a nice baseline. And, yeah, this could be a week he's, he scores, you know. So
0: Yeah, get it in there, kid. Get it in there. Just punch it on in there.
1: All right. Moving on to the 3-3 three and three Chicago Bears. Going to Tampa. Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers that are 5-1. The Buccaneers are 12.5-point favorites. This is a 47 over-under. Ooh. Um... Big injury, I guess, the COVID list, Damien Williams.
0: So that's what I was talking about, man. Okay, the this earliest he can get there yeah. is Saturday. Okay. So.
1: so if Damian Williams plays, I still, I mean, this is the Tampa Bay defense, run defense. I'm not playing any running back for the Bears. Damian Williams, if it's Cleo Herbert, I'm not touching either of those two guys for this, this matchup. Facts. Yeah. It's a tough matchup for that. Um, Bears side, I mean, A-Rob caught a couple last week. Um,
0: it's tough, man. It's tough picking any of these Bears offensive players nah, dude. against this defense. Nah, so I'm definitely I'm like you said I'm not I'm not starting a running back here, and I think Justin Fields is going to be forced to throw the ball. And this this has to be a Rob breakout week. It has to be. He's got he's gonna get the targets. We know he's gonna get the targets. It, it happens every week, man. He's not doing a whole lot with him, but. The Tampa Bay defense is a is a uh, pass funnel defense, and so I think that Allen Robinson could finally have his freaking breakout week that fantasy managers have been waiting for. And we've all been waiting for it. And he will be all on our bench. It's sad to say because there's no way, dude.
1: We've been hurt every week. It's been six straight weeks of just being disappointed with A. Rob. We drafted him in the fifth round, the sixth round, dude. I'm starting him up. Fire him up this week. All right, especially Mooney's. If Mooney's out, how about that? You, you have to fire him up?
0: I don't think Mooney's going to be out. Okay. Well, he's but, questionable. I mean, so. if he is, yeah, but I don't think he's going
1: to be out. All right. Well, let's move on to Sunday Night Football. We have the 2-4 and four Indianapolis Colts going to San Francisco coming off a bye. The 2-3 and three Niners. And they're four-point favorites, 44.5 point over-under. Jimmy Grappler will get the start this week. And yeah, this is a – so let's talk about the Colts real quick. Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm JT right yep Jonathan Taylor looked really 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 good last week against I mean they're playing Houston but he had 28.3 fantasy points last week and half PPR like he just looked very explosive and Carson Wentz has been a legit like we I know we make fun of him Mm -hmm. we make fun of him a lot he looks he looks like James Winston back there just just chaotic slippery feet (laughs) both ankles like he just like he's, he's on skates back there but he's been a legit like good quarterback like he's He's got throwing nine touchdowns and only one interception, so he knows how to like mm-hmm. prevent turnovers. And against the San Francisco defense, he's he might be like a, you know if you're if you're in a desperate streaming quarterback like you're, if you're in a bye week and you're missing your quarterback, and you got to stream somebody. Carson Wentz isn't that bad of a choice,
0: I don't think. Yeah, if you're in a real deep league, I mean, you can swing
1: that thing. Yeah, he might be like a good little DFS cheap you know option. I don't know what his price
0: is. I mean, let's put it this way, dude. Quentin Nelson coming back this coming week, back dude. yes. So, well, at least he returned to practice. We're not 100% sure if he's in, but if he's in, you can get that little extra protection, man. A Little extra. He's a big extra. Quentin (laughs) Nelson, that's it. Come on now. Yeah, so you're going to get that protection. Yep. JT. God dang, I love that kid, man. He's great. He's great. I mean, he's
1: got – I think he's going to – he hasn't been as efficient in the red zone as he's projected to do, but he's still putting up points. And I think – It'll just even out and he'll eventually become, you know. Yeah, I think JT. he is.
0: I think he is the most, uh, like, high value uh, red zone rushing attempts than anyone in the league. Yeah. He, and and he, the, those touchdowns aren't there yet. But they're they, not there, they, but they'll, they'll, get there. they'll
1: get there. They'll definitely t- come back to that. So I wouldn't worry about JT. Yeah. And then Mike, uh, Michael Pittman Jr., you can flex him. I mean, he's got this connection with Wentz. So if you got to flex him, I mean, you're, this is a bleak to flex him. And then moving on to the Niner side, what do you got?
0: Well, we kind of talk, We already talked about Debo, how we're going to fire that dude up. He's averaging 6.2 receptions per game, uh, 109 receiving yards, and six touchdowns per contest this year. So you're going to start him up, man, especially coming off the bye. Everybody's rested up. Uh, we don't know if Jimmy G or Trey Lance is out there quite yet. It's probably gonna be Jimmy. No, I think
1: it is Jimmy. Yeah. Um,
0: but Elijah Mitchell is coming back from a shoulder injury. What do you? What? How do you feel about? How do you feel about Mitchell, man? Man, Mitchell. So before the injury, uh, he was
1: the only back back there, and yeah, he's gonna get easily 15 plus touches this game. Like he is the number one. Trey is gonna back him up. But Mitchell looked good the game before he got injured. Mitchell is gonna come back this week. And I feel really comfortable. I'm definitely playing him as a mid-range, like RB two type of like running back.
0: Yeah. So what are you doing with uh, what are you doing with the other running backs on this team, man?
1: So Trey Sermon, I don't. You can hold him if you have the like if you have the space to hold him, but I don't think he's ever gonna,
0: not this season at least. It seems like all you're waiting for out yeah. of Trey Sermon is a, just a, just an injury opportunity. You're waiting for everyone to get hurt, and then you have Jeff Wilson coming back and. Mm-hmm. Once
1: Jeff Wilson comes back, he's gonna be the he's gonna be the, the lead back, so
0: Or he could be. It could be we could see a split situation. Yeah. Good. Or it could be Marlon Mack if they sign him. Or God you know you don't
1: know who these Niners are gonna play yeah, but this week I'm going with Elijah Mitchell and Sermon, man, it's tough. People drafted him thinking he'd be the starting, but you can't predict They drafted
0: him they drafted him late though. Yeah,
1: but you, yeah, but you
0: can't predict Kyle Shanahan's offense. Come on now. Nah, come on, son. Come on, son. All right, let's move on into the Monday Night Football game. We got the 3-2 and two New Orleans Saints at the 2-4, and four, the Seattle Seahawks, who are underdogs by 3.5 points, with a 44 over-under. Oh, my God, I can't keep this energy up too long. Let's go. And we have some injuries to talk about. We have Alex
1: Collins. Who's questionable all the time. And we have Rashad Penny. Who could come off IR any Interesting. Moment.
0: Let's see what happens, kid. So,
1: with that being said, like if you have Alex Collins— I mean, so I have— on my team, right, I have Chris Carson, IR, Alex Collins. I picked him up as a backup, right? Of course. Which you should do. Naturally. Naturally. Collins is questionable. He might not play on Monday night. What the hell? And We probably won't know until either Sunday night or Monday morning. You know what I mean? Well, we might not find out until after the game. Exactly. Well, <laughs> we might not find out. <laughs> if you don't know by after the game, then you're in a bad situation. So it's like you cannot even play. If you have Alex Collins... You need to move. You need to pivot right now. You need to find someone else to
0: like if if Penny plays, you you going to play Penny? No, you're not playing Penny. If Penny plays? If Penny plays. So let me tell you something, man. What do you what do you know about the second best run defense in the NFL? Which happens to be the New Orleans Saints. Right after Tampa Bay.
1: So you're not playing Penny, is what I'm saying. 100%.
0: <laughs> Dude, if you're not that gonna, just
1: like confirms anyone. So if you have Collins, you just pivot now. Have a backup plan. Yeah. Don't even just
0: start somebody else. If- also, also, this game is gonna be a freaking snooze fest, man. Both these games are are sorry. Both of these teams have league lows in pace of game and total plays ran. Like there's not gonna be a lot happening in this game. It's gonna be who can control the clock, who can keep the ball in their hands. They're, they're these are neither of these teams right now with Gino under center are explosive teams. Well you know me and Jameis. I love me some Jameis
1: Winston. I know I can you do n- never get enough of Jameis. Did you see his workout plan this week he posted? No. It was <laughs> He the like hell? was <laughs> I don't know, he was laying on something balancing while having dumbbells and just doing chest press and like balancing, like stabilizing, using his abs and core and all that. And chewing on some crab legs. And his belly's just like (laughs) hanging out. It just looked like a good old classic Jamin Winston like backyard workout that he just, you know. Oh my god! He's just known for it. I love it. I'm that here excites for you. It. That's like the that's the content I'm looking for.
0: I mean, all these dudes have a workout plan. Yes, <laughs> and they're like
1: professional workouts, and like you know what I mean. But like oh Jameis has man. these backyard, like prison garage, just whatever, like just made up, just <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean, like just improvised workouts, and I love it, and I'm here for it. So I think bro, wait till you see my workout plan. <laughs> dude. What, what, what do you do for a workout plan,
0: bro? I'm 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 constantly Going to different stores in okay. my local area, okay. Uh, walking the, the beer aisles, looking for that you know that next brew that's gonna really excite me and, and bring bring the world to the next level, bring brew dogs to okay. to the to the mainstream. I like that. So it's it's intense, you know. And then I go home. I take those beers, and a lot of times they're heavy. Like I'll you know I might get a they're, few twelve packs. They're about twelve ounces. Yeah, and I'll carry them. All the way to my fridge, and I'm unpacking them, loading them, dude. Repetitions, boom, boom, boom. Load them in the fridge sequentially, like like strategically stacking them. You know, that's part of the game plan. You got to get them in the fridge. You know, you got to make them uh, organized, color coordinate them sometimes. I don't know what the game plan is uh, all the time. Sometimes I wing it. And I'm going a really long time on this, but I just want you to know my game plan is extensive. My workout plan is 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 parallel to none, bro. I'm a brew dog to the core. It's, that sounds
1: like it. I mean, that sounds like Duff Man to the fullest right there. That's a Duff Man. Duff Drink man. Duff Beer. <laughs> so in this snooze festival game, let's get back to this game real quick. Jameis Winston, I love to watch him. You're not going to play him, but I love to just watch him. Um, <laughs> AK-47, Alvin Kamara, you're not going to fire him up,
0: obviously. And then uh, I think that's about it on the Saint side of the ball. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even. And on the other side of the ball, like DK seems like the only safe play.
1: I would fire up the Saints defense. If you have the Saints defense, that's not a bad start this week playing against this Seattle team with Geno and Rash, if it's Rashad
0: Penny, like Rashad Penny, yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah, and it's it's this game is so bad that you brought up starting a defense. Yep, I think that's enough for this game. <laughs> yeah. All right, bro. Let's do it. Now for the favorite freaking part of the pod. We've had many good beers here. Uh, Elysian, Elysian. thank you so much for for your brew. Uh, Keep coming out with those those great beers. I love to drink them. I love to try them out. I love your innovation. Thank you. Um, Now it's time for the the buzz baller of the week, man. You want to go first? You want to do a little rock, paper, scissors, see who goes first? Uh Um.
1: I'll go first. I've had pretty much bad day luck day. with this uh, buzz baller of the week, so I'm trying to break the streak real quick. Okay. So the matchup I like the the best is the rivalry game, the WWE matchup, the whoop ass game of the week, Rams Lions, and I'm gonna go with my boy Tyler Higby as my buzz baller. It's just a they're just favored by too many. It's it's a it's it's gonna be Cooper Cup higby and henderson and stafford i think that was the four guys you can play and higby going to benefit i think he's going to catch one if you catch touchdown as a tight end you're going to be probably top three so i, I like i like higby this week
0: as my buzz baller who do you got all right so my buzz baller is going to be none other than james connor man uh i love the matchup i think as i mentioned earlier in the pod with Chase Esmonds dealing with that shoulder injury, they may just want to give him a rest for, for two weeks and really feed James Conner the rock. Uh, he's proven that he can handle a, a, a dominant workload in Pittsburgh, and I think he's going to be able to do it here. I, I, I genuinely think that he's going to have a good game. He gets all the end zone targets anyway, as a, or end zone uh, carries, and with that, with them being so heavily favored, I he's gonna smash, man. He's gotta be a smash play. He's boy. a smash, okay. Gotta like be that. a smash play, Smash mouth, kid. All right, well, that wraps it
1: up here for the Brew Dogs. Come back next week and follow us on Twitter at Brew Dogs FF. I repeat, at Brew Dogs FF.
0: Stay thirsty. Stay thirsty, my friends. Oh, where'd you get that lamp laugh from? <laughs> Never heard of it came over there on the spot. It's a beautiful thing.